This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hello, hapsters. I am feeling fresh and sassy today. So I don't know how this is going to go. You might get a little uh, a little sass from me today. I've just been on back-to-back calls with my clients, a lot of tough coaching that I've had to do today. Coaching is just always that balance, finding that balance between being extremely direct and telling them that their story is bullshit and also I love you. <laughs> it's like, I love you and it's totally okay And here's where everything that you're telling yourself is a lie. (laughs) And that's my job, right? My job is not to be my client's friends, even though a lot of them are my, I do consider my friends. And um, I think that it's just such a unique, beautiful relationship. And I've really done, taken a lot of time recently to just sit in the gratitude of having these unique relationships with these really smart, ambitious, talented, impressive women. I mean, I, I'm not joking you when I say that the women that are my clients, I would hire all of them. Like they, I really have especially recently attracted just a high level of breed of human and talent. And then when you get that type of smart woman and you give her the tools that we're teaching and coaching it's like oh I get the chills just thinking about it these women are unstoppable so it's been really fun but anyway I've been had to be like let's go and so I'm still coming high coming off of that (laughs) as I'm pressing record but I have a special treat for you today actually you're not gonna get a live recording well this is live I don't know what live is really Um, this I'm recording the day before it's posted Uh, but the rest of this podcast episode is going to actually be a recording from January of 2020 um, when I interviewed my client Carla who is one of my oldest clients I know she is my oldest life coaching client um, and she's still working with me today and she was someone that has mastered scheduling now many of my clients have mastered scheduling but she was kind of the first to really take it and make it her own and you know it's been collaborative she has come up with even after we taught her hapster scheduling she's actually helped us evolve it and brought up new um you know nuances to the scheduling that's helped make it hapster scheduling 2.0 so i'm just so grateful to carla who uh finally gave in after i beat her down mentally and saying come on you have to try scheduling if you're listening to this episode or you clicked and you're like i am someone who considers myself spontaneous or free-spirited or you know this can't be for me for xyz listen anyway because i promise you that both carla and i would describe ourselves as those people or did certainly and so now um, scheduling is not something that is in contradiction with that even though you might think it is so before we dive in and i'll let you listen to that interview that's now over a year old but really we just talk about scheduling um, and all of the things that it has brought to carla's life and what her misconceptions were and kind of her journey through all of it Uh, of course we have to do the hapster of the week and this week's hapster of the week is jade bunk Jade is a newer client and she has been having so many fun breakthroughs to watch lately. And usually a breakthrough for all of my clients comes right after a period of feeling terrible and feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know. And then we have this breakthrough, right? If it was all sunshine and rainbows, it wouldn't feel like a breakthrough. What would you be breaking through, right? You Nothing. You would just 
it would be more awesomeness. But of course, the emotional roller coaster of entrepreneurship makes it so that we get to have these beautiful experiences of the highs and the lows, and we're here for all of it. And Jade um, is a metabolic health coach or a brain-based health coach. She specializes in weight loss and helping people uh, with chronic illnesses overcome symptoms and live full and happy lives through that pro-metabolics, right? Pro-metabolic nutrition and neurology. She's just a rad chick and you need her in your life. Um, And so recently she was able to um, make uh, $3,600 in three minutes and it's because she opened herself up to thinking about something in a new way and she is, uh, you know, I'm not going to share the entire story on here. I'll let her come on the podcast sometime in the near future and share with you uh, some of her journey through coaching and through these breakthroughs but really I am, uh, it's been so fun to be a part and watch her journey and all of it is because she's starting to open her brain to what else is possible if this then what about that if that then what about this and it is that future focused high quality question asking brain that just makes your result creation limitless so thanks for being an example of how to live a big life and create a big business, Jade, for all of us. So you can follow her over on Instagram at the underscore resilience coach. Um, that again is T-H-E underscore resilience, R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-C-E coach. And uh, connect with Jade, of course. I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. So if you're driving, don't stress. You can check it out later. Um, So without further ado, I can't wait for you to hear from Carla and have her walk you through this. Also note that this happened before COVID. So since then, she's been able to use all of these same tools to stay organized and sane as we completely revamped and restructured her business with the new systems that we came up with when, you know, COVID shut down her shop and uh, canceled all of her weddings and her schedule all of a sudden was canceled. And so thankfully she was able to really stay in that habit of scheduling and she was just like, okay, well, what am I going to schedule today and what's a routine and what can I add? So you are in for a treat if at the end of this episode you really are think that there's someone in your life that needs scheduling. It's exciting news. Scheduling will be coming out as a course a program that you could just buy a la carte even if you're not a client so this will be able to be applied for people who don't even own businesses it really is a, a tool for anyone and everyone and uh so stay tuned for that but in the in the meantime enjoy and put yourself in in Carla's shoes and share this episode with other people that you think can just take away from this episode because we give a lot a lot of details into the how and into exactly what we're doing obviously um there's more worksheets and there's some specific things that you use in the program that are different than just this episode but i'm not i'm not shy about adding value so we give you tons it's a must listen all the way to the end enjoy all right hey first of all so much, Carla. This is Carla Pettit, and um, she is a. I think we just came on our two-year anniversary of coaching together. Yeah, is that correct? Yes. <laughs> and Carla owns a flower shop in Frisco, Colorado, mm-hmm. and she is going to be talking today about one of the most popular and most feared and probably hardest to stick to a tool in the hapster toolbox, which is scheduling. And I wanted to do a spotlight on you, Carla, really, because I know that so many people struggle with this tool, with implementing it, with just believing that they're the type of person that can do this. And I think that you're such a great example because I think in the beginning, you had all those same fears and doubts about whether or not you were not just capable, but you were the type of person as your identity to your core that could really implement and then stick to scheduling and make it a part of your life that didn't feel um, like such a struggle. And something that you actually have come to love and enjoy. 
So without further ado, but before we kind of jump into the successes and all of the ways that you've uh, really transformed your business and scaled it and made more money and like hired more staff and actually added more things to your to-do list and to your plate, um, I want to kind of talk a little bit about what your business looked like before we started with scheduling and um, so that people can get an idea of like who you were, what you believed about yourself and what was a day in a life um, at Garden of Eden flowers in, in your life. Okay. So tell us. Okay. So um, I was really resistant to starting to schedule. Um, it took months, I think, of you convincing me that it would help my life. But uh, before scheduling, I was a total mess. I I think I even told you a few times that I felt like a chicken running around with my head cut off. I just yep, felt yep. crazy. Um, you know, I own a business, so there's a lot going on. There's a storefront, so I have people coming in, customers coming in, asking for me, um, asking for answers. I have employees, so I have tons of distractions. And when you're distracted all day, it's just really hard to know what you're supposed to be doing at all. <laughs> so um, I just felt like a crazy person. I was distracted all the time. I had no structure. Um, I didn't set goals. <laughs> I don't think I ever set goals before I started scheduling. Um, I spent a lot of time in confusion land, which as we all know, um, is a big time waster. So, you know, I might sit down to focus on something and then like five distractions come my way and it just throws me off and um, I get distracted for like however long, an hour or two. And then I try to jump back into whatever I was doing. I can't remember what I was doing. Um, so yeah, I was, I was putting a lot of fires out. I was reacting all day, very distracted. Um, I felt more burnt out due to just having a lack of direction. Um, I just felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere, um, just constantly running around trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I also worked really late hours. I found that um, my best times of getting work done were, was after I closed and everybody left and there was no more distractions. I could actually sit down and say, okay, what needs to be done today? And then I would work from five, usually till 7.30 or eight. And I would come home every day and it was awful. Like getting home that late was just terrible. And um, my relationships failed. <laughs> my, my boyfriend would you know, be frustrated that I was getting home so late. And I felt like I didn't have a good work-life balance. There was no balance in my life. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I remember I had about 20 different lists going on. <laughs> I'd have lists all over the place of things I should be doing. And um, it was just a mess. It was a complete mess. Um, and I remember you trying to convince me that scheduling would really help. And I didn't believe you at all whatsoever. I said, that just is crazy. Um, I remember thinking possible, right? With all the distractions. I remember that was like one of your biggest. Yeah. I had so many distractions that I felt like, how could I possibly stick to a schedule if I'm just going to get distracted, then I'm going to miss that commitment that I made for myself. And I'm going to have to erase it and rewrite it again and then do that like 20 more times. And that's just like way too much. Like I need to stay on my bike and keep pedaling as fast as I can. I can't get off my bike and get it in the car. Yes. Yeah. And get there faster. And, um, I just like did not believe it would work. Um, I'm also a perfectionist, so everything has to be perfect. And that was hard because I knew, I knew I wouldn't be perfect at it. So why should I even try? <laughs> um, really good one that I'm sure a lot of people listening to yeah. relate to. I mean, when you're a perfectionist, right. And we all know that this is like a syndrome basically because yeah. there's no such thing as perfect ever. And you can't be perfect at something the first time you do it ever. That's also true. So, like, I would say willing to not be perfect yeah. to be way closer to perfect than you've ever been in your scheduling day and achieving. Exactly. And it kind of goes back to that point that you're making, especially this year with the whole impossible goal about failing forward. Um, you know, at least when you try, you'll get more done than you would have had you not tried in the first place. You'll get closer to what the goal is of being more efficient and getting more done. So um, it really took me a while to um, give it a try and give it a shot. Um, I think that I think when you made me listen to that podcast by Brooke Castillo that was throw away your to do list, and she opened it up by saying she made something like $5.3 million in a year. and She works three days a week for like five hours. I was and she was like, I do it because of scheduling. And I remember hearing that and being like, okay, fine, I'll try it. 
So that yes, was something cool. to tip you. And to like sum it all up, like I remember it's all flooding back as you're saying all this. Yeah. Because we're working together for so long and you've been scheduling for so long that I sometimes forget what our calls used to look like. I remember we would spend probably the first half an hour of an hour call of you collecting all of your to-do lists on your desk and like one thing that was kind of like repeat written on all of the to-do list was like clean up this desk out of all these papers and I also was just stressed out I get on and I'd be like I gotta do this I gotta do this I gotta do this and like all of that is gone and you'd be like oh like I can only focus in this hour before work starts and then afterwards and you're like I'm gonna be here so late tonight And I'd be like, this doesn't happen. I was, ex- I was exhausted. I was burnt out. I like had no idea like what, like I said, I felt like a chicken with its head cut off just running around. It was just complete, utter mess. So, so now take us to what a day looks like today. And then we'll kind of go back to some of the practice. Well, I think one of my favorite things is I go home earlier. I go home at 5, 5.30, 6. I don't stay past then usually. Um, and that's because I schedule it. Every day I schedule, when, when you learn how to schedule, one of the first things you do is you schedule in your time off. And so the first thing I schedule is like, what time do you want to go home today? <laughs> so that was kind of the first. So I go home earlier. I have more free time than I did before. Um, I have, Of course, that must mean that you're doing way less, right? No, I'm getting more done and I have more free time, which sounds crazy, but, um, and I've showed people, like, I've talked to people and told them how every 15 minutes of my day is scheduled out and they think it's awful, but it gives me so much more freedom. I get more done. I know where everything stands. Everything. I know where, like, everything is right now. I know when I'm doing things. Um, so I'm way more organized. Um, I get to go home earlier. I have way more life-work balance in my life. What does your desk look like? Is there a to-do list still? There are no to-do lists, but I'm not going to show you my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like move things out of the way to put my computer down to do this. But okay. organization is not what we're talking about on this. Yeah. <laughs> next. But, um, so I so I achieve um, an insane amount more things per day. I think before I spent so much time in confusion land wondering what I should be doing or what was the most important thing like what's the top priority what should I do right now um and I sit there like trying to figure it out like reviewing my to-do list like seeing okay what's the most important here and um and now I have it all already in my schedule so I just show up to work look down at my schedule and I follow it and I get like like at least 20 times more things done a day. I think I would get like maybe three things done a day before. And now I just like crush it every single day. Yeah. Can you give us a, an example of some things that like you might have never in your life tackled if you didn't kind of see where it could fit on your schedule? Like those things that are like priority number 10 that have since like moved onto your yeah, schedule. Absolutely. Um, I, before, like I said, I never really set goals before. So that was a big one. Like now I can set goals and even if I like don't have time today to start those goals, I can put them into my calendar. And as, a, as long as I honor my commitments, then I will work on them. And that's something I never really worked on before. I never, it was really hard for me to work on my business versus in my business. I was constantly just doing the urgent. And now I can really schedule in, um, things that are business building that are going to get me to my goals faster. So and basically give me more time again. So, um, yeah, that was one thing. Um, I, a year ago, um, I was also just a mess in terms of finances. I just didn't budget. So, you know, I look at the number of the bank account and if there was enough there to do whatever I was trying to do, then it was fine, but I never really planned with my money. Mm -hmm. And so now, um, a year ago I, I was losing my mind. I thought I was going to have to sell my shop. I thought I was going to go bankrupt. I had no idea how I was going to pay my bills. And so that's when we started, you need a budget, which is complete game changer. And now I know where everything is, but that's one thing I schedule every single day is a 15 minutes of budgeting so that I can stay on top of my finances and not. I love (laughs) that example. That's such a good example because you know, budgeting is like another separate tool that we really. Yeah. Whole nother, whole nother interview. But really it's very similar. Um, concepts you know in the way that you know you you have a role for every dollar the same way you have a role for every 15 minutes of your yes absolutely it's very specific and 
And so what happens, I'm sure the people listening are like, oh, what? So she doesn't have distractions anymore? She doesn't have people oh, looking into the tons shop. of distractions. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens now when those things, when let's say someone comes into the shop, mm-hmm. what has changed from two years ago when someone would come in, your, your employee would walk in your office and be like, hey, someone's here. Can you get this? Or yeah. before you had an employee because you couldn't yeah. even hire someone because you couldn't even think about more yeah. Um, well, last week somebody came in, um, just wanting to chat with me. I think she wants me to donate something. Um, and Teresa came in to tell me, and I looked down at my schedule, and I'm supposed to be meeting with my bookkeeper. She's supposed to be showing up any minute now. So I said, "Sorry, I'm in a meeting. Take her number down, and I'll I'll call her. I'll find some time next week to call her back or whatever." But now I can like honor my commitments more because I have this commitment that I made with myself and. Um, you know, just like if you had a meeting with any other person, you're not going to like not show up to that meeting so you can deal with this quick distraction that just walked in. So yeah. um, I'm able to say no to a lot more people and just honor what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but then, you know, if I do, if I did finish my task 15 minutes early, then I can look at it and look down at my schedule, see where I'm at in terms of what I'm supposed to be doing right then. If I finished, um, if I got whatever I needed to get done a little bit earlier, then I say, okay, I can get up and I can go talk to this person, but I get to make that decision, which is cool. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think also kind of understanding, first of all, when you have a specific thing that you could be doing, it's much easier to weigh the options of whether or not you should say yes to this. If you're just like generally trying to get things done off of a to-do list, it doesn't yep. have a deadline. You're not like, you don't understand what you're missing out on. If you yep. take this conversation, it's very difficult to say no, because you just feel like, Yep. Oh, I'm just saying no because I'm a bad person or because I don't feel like it. Yeah, no, now it's justified. It's like, I have to do my taxes right now with my bookkeeper. I can't go talk to this person. This right. is more important. <laughs> and, and what if, you know, this, this person came in and they were like really insistent, like, I really want to talk to you, but you had something that was a meeting with yourself. And what if, what have we talked about about that? Like a meeting with yourself where you're just like, oh, it was a time where you wanted to watch a video for... Um, you're learning specifically how to make a different type of floral. Yeah. Yeah. I used to kind of put myself last and now I put myself first or I at least try to most of the time. I'm still working at it. It's always a work in progress. Yeah. Perfect at something the first time you do it. So like, don't get me wrong. There are still days where I'm kind of off my schedule. I definitely get distracted by Facebook as you can see yesterday. Um, but I still get way more done than I would otherwise had I not had a schedule. So sometimes I do end up picking up my phone and getting distracted. And then I remind myself, I try to put it in a drawer and then I look right back at my schedule and say, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? And I think that's such a big thing to just to like, not spend that time wondering what you're supposed to be doing. Like that was one of the biggest time I spent so, I wasted so much time in confusion land, just like, what do, what do I do? What's, what's the most important thing? And now I don't have to because my calendar tells me. Yeah. And I schedule my calendar out like a week in advance. So like this whole week is, is scheduled. And um, every, sometimes I'll leave pockets of time when I do a lot of wedding consultations this time of year. And so, um, so, and those usually happen sometime after 2 p.m. 2, I, pretty much set it up so it's like two to five I'm available for consultations. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave like a little pop pockets in my calendar for when that kind of pops up because those are important. But um, aside from that, it's fully right. booked out. So you can block out some flexibility too for the yep. people who are like, okay, but I'm going to need to be able yep. to but I still, I still schedule them. Like if I, if I have a pocket today and nobody has gotten set up for that, then I will make sure I put something in there so that when that hour arrives, I'm not like thinking, okay, what should I do? You know, I, it needs to be done ahead of time so that I can just follow it. And that's how you end up being more efficient is you just do it. That's a great <laughs> thing you learned after doing it a couple of times, getting to this point where you had scheduled it in advance. For consultations they weren't there and then you were like what do I yeah. do right and yeah you- I mean my, my time is really important so like I uh, I you know I think I did used to kind of drop everything for people and now it's like I'm not gonna drop it like it's today if, if I have a meeting at two and like you're just reaching out like I, I don't people don't expect me to be available the day they ask so I just and yeah and what happens when you say no do they like throw stones at you and let your your shop on fire no but I thought that they would 
I know. I originally thought like, how, like, it's not going to work. <laughs> like, I just kept I telling remember myself. remember you're stressed. But like, that. no, like, why would anybody, like, why would anyone, why would you ever expect someone to like, just drop something for you? I would never expect anyone to do that. So. Right. We um, don't expect. The fact that I was giving that permission for them to do that to me, it was just, it was a thought in my head that I just kind of needed to stop doing. And I did. Yeah, I know. No one yeah. else can waste your time or demand it. Nope. I'm the only one that can do that. <laughs> you can, you have to choose how you spend your time. Yeah. Um, and I, it reminded me of a phrase that you say all the time that I don't have enough time. <laughs> I, I don't have enough time. There's just not enough time. And the other day you said a version of it. I know, I don't think you'll ever say I don't have enough time in those exact words again, but you said a version of it the other day and we, we tweaked and we looked at your schedule and we found a new plan that we're going to add to your scheduling repertoire, which is hidden minutes. Right. And I'm sure yeah. we can talk about that later, but, um, what is something that you say now, instead of when you catch yourself wanting to say, I don't have enough time. What do you say now? I definitely say it a lot less. I've noticed that I used to say it all the time. And now, um, I, I'm not I'm, you could probably quote me better than myself, but I know that I need to find the time and I can find it somehow. Um, I can look at my schedule and like move things around if I have to. Um, mm -hmm. That was one thing that I got really excited about when I discovered how to make time because I used to always say, I don't have enough time. And now I find myself saying, look, I just made time. And um, there, there was a specific example where my bookkeeper, um, she comes every Friday to, to work with me and usually it only takes about 15 minutes, but once a month we have our sales tax due and it takes longer because we have to make sure my books are accurate for me to pay sales tax. Mm -hmm. And so I had forgot to schedule her in and she sent me a text message saying, you know, I can come at this time tomorrow. And I was like, shoot, I don't, I like didn't make time for her. And so I kind of looked at my schedule and I kind of looked at what are the things that aren't like super urgent that can be pushed a day or two. And I found three things that like, you know, they're important, but I could do them in two days. So I moved them. And then all of a sudden I had like three hours and it was like, I made time. <laughs> How exciting. You feel otherworldly. Like you're like, I, know. I am a God of my own life. I, know. <laughs> I felt like a wizard. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the one thing when you used to say all the time, I don't have enough time. And it actually wasn't even that long ago. I think even you were implementing some of the things of scheduling and one of the early pains, the growing pains of implementing scheduling is all of a sudden you look at your schedule and you're like, if something comes up that you want to add, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, where am I going to put it? Now my whole life is booked up and you feel like I don't have enough time. I wish there was more time. Right. Yep. And what did I always used to say to you, Carla? You have the same amount of time as Beyonce. Well, that <laughs> <laughs> you have plenty. I have plenty of time. Right? I do. And, and what's also great about it is that now I can also look at my schedule and see when I can do it. So if I don't have any time in the next three days, but I see that next Tuesday I have an hour, I can tell somebody straight up, I can have this to you by next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Because I know that from 1 to 2.30, I have a block of time that I can just do it then. And um, so it's nice because now I can also, I also know when I can have it done. If I can't do it today or tomorrow or in the next immediate future, I can look at my schedule and de determine when it can be done. So it's amazing. It's that's amazing. great. It's so, amazing. On this call, we're not going to go over all the ins and outs of how you schedule. No. We're not going to talk about the eight most mm -hmm. common time wasting activities and the eight time saving activities. All of that you can learn inside of Happening Sessions or in one-on-one -on -one coaching. It is life-changing, Carla can attest. But yes. um, now I want you to give uh, me, as you have kind of gone through this over yep. the past two years, tweaked it, what are the things first, of all, first that you, well, I guess you kind of touched upon some of the things you struggled with. What are yep. your biggest tips? And you can kind of yep. say, like, I struggled with this, and then I've learned now and, and for scheduling. Yeah. Um, I, well, so the first tip was that like, nobody's perfect. So like, don't like know that when you first start doing this, it's going to be a little messy, but know that you're failing forward and you're getting, you're moving um, towards a direction where you're going to be more efficient and you're still going to get a, a few extra things done more than you would have otherwise had you not planned your day out. Um, I so, remember like constantly in the very beginning, you being really down on yourself and self-critical yeah. being like, 
better at honoring my commitments. And I just, my whole day that I wrote down, like didn't go as planned. And I was kind of like, tomorrow's a new day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're and I, I've been able to give myself more grace. Like that still happens. Like I remember a couple of weeks ago, I had a day where for whatever reason, I was just like really off all day, yeah. but I give myself a lot more grace in saying, okay, well, tomorrow's a new day. Like we'll get it done tomorrow. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely like, it's not going to be perfect. I think it took me about two weeks before I really got in the groove of it. Um, and I'd get frustrated when I get, didn't get stuff done, but at the same time, seeing everything visually written down on my calendar, just gives you a perspective where you can kind of see like, okay, these are all the things that need to happen. Um, and it's just, it gives you more focus and less time in confusion land where you're wondering what should I do? Like you have things that you know you should do, even if you get thrown off, um, at least you know, like where you're supposed to be and where you can aim for tomorrow. Basically. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was that, um, it gets easier and easier, just like anything. Um, you get better and better at it. So that was one thing. Um, and then over time you will get more efficient and you will start just cranking out more and more and more. And it's, it's really quite incredible. I can't just thinking back to how much I used to get done and how much I get done now. It's like, I crank workout. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And we were um, talking about how you had a full day and you were like, Ugh, like you wanted to say, you were like, just thinking it so hard that I could feel it through the phone that you wanted to say, I don't have enough time in this one day. And I was like, Carla, you've gotten so good at scheduling that you've gotten like comfortable. And now where can we find some hidden minutes? So can you, yeah. Yep. So as you get more practice, you get better at honoring your commitments and getting the things done in the amount of time that you said you were going to get them done. So now I've given myself a certain amount of time for a lot of my things. And, um, I've just been doing it so often that we realized, okay, we could, we could shave off minutes on how much am I allotting. So I have up to this day been allotting about 30 minutes to do my budgeting every morning. I do it for both my business and my personal. And I mean, I could do, probably do it in 20 minutes instead of 30 minutes. And so I think to someone listening that's never done scheduling, 10 minutes might, might seem like, okay, like that's not a huge deal. Yeah. When you yeah. an expert scheduler like Carla, when you can take 10 minutes or five minutes off of each thing that you're doing consistently, yep. you have an hour or suddenly yeah. you have 90 minutes. Yep. So yesterday I gave myself 30 minutes to create um, a really easy, simple wedding proposal. And I had three of them. So I gave myself 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And um, uh, that this was before, before this, I had a call with Jess and she kind of called me out and was like, I bet you could get it done sooner than that. And so I changed it down to 20 minutes. Um, and I did get it done in 20 minutes, but I actually got it done less than that. I think I got it done in like 15, all three of them in like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So I all of a sudden had an extra 45 minutes yesterday where I was just like, okay. <laughs> if we not had that conversation, what would have happened? Um, I probably would have gone on Facebook. Like I would have started it and then got distracted and started it, but I'm still on schedule. So I feel good. You so I get comfortable in it. <laughs> the entire 90 minutes that you gave yourself because yep. our brain likes to relax, yep. comfort, not be uncomfortable. So when you have 90 minutes, you yep. will take 90 minutes. I will take 90 minutes. An essay due yep. pool like two, in two weeks and you know it's going to take you maybe one day. You're not going to write it. You're not going to write it the first day. You're going to leave it and write yep. it. Like, exactly, exactly. Got so, you know, in the beginning it worked, but like now that I've been doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, I've gotten more and more and more efficient. So now I'm really be able to start shaving minutes off because I've done this so many times before, I can just do it a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. I love so, it. Yeah, so that's good. Um, so let's see what else. Um, so like the first tip was just to schedule your personal time first. Um, that was like one of the big takeaways I took from that um, podcast episode by Brooke Castillo. Um, I schedule in my lunch first. I schedule in when I'm going to be here and when I'm going to leave. And then, um, you know, like sometimes on a weekend, I want to take a long weekend and do something, you know, with my boyfriend. So I will... I will schedule around that. I will kind of plan, okay, what time do you want to leave? Okay, so you have to leave, you have to be at work till this time. And so I'll kind of start with that. Um, so that's really helpful. And it just kind of makes it all more fun because you're like, this is, this is me time. Like I get to first schedule my time off. Like that's exciting. <laughs> and, and so ultimately what you're creating is a calendar that reflects your core values. Yep. Not just 
that is a calendar full of busy work and getting things done. Yep things off a list it's a calendar that shows you that you're spending your time where you want to spend your time you're going home the time you want to go home because it's important to you to spend time with your boyfriend right? exactly exactly so so that was really good um i also started planning everything i read a book called the power of when which um kind of just talks about like um different types of people their chronotypes you know you have night owls and you have morning people and they're slight they have slightly different um chronotypes which is basically um just like your genetic makeup and um based on your chronotype you're you have certain hours during the day where certain hormones are released in your body that um you know affects your energy levels essentially so what i learned with me is that my creative hours are in the morning and that's true i remember that being true my whole life i've just always felt creative in the morning so i started scheduling my days around these hours so when i have to make a wedding bouquet i used to do it in the afternoon at like two but my creative hours in the morning so i started um shifting that to my morning hours because i would just get in the zone of like creativity um and that kind of lines up with like the hormones in my body, I guess, um, according to this book, it's called the power of when it's a really good book. Um, but so I started doing that. And then the other thing I learned from this book was that my power hour of like just crushing out work was from four to 7 PM every day. And I definitely found that to be true when I'm, when I'm working, I just get into this zone around like four or five in the afternoon where I can just like really crank out work. So I started putting all my proposals and all my harder stuff for that time. So that, um, that I kind of scheduled my day around my energy levels, which was helpful. And then, um, I also started scheduling my weeks out based on like how I wanted them to go. So I find that the three middle days of the week, if you do a Monday through Friday job, I work Tuesday through Saturday, but the three middle days are the days that I'm just like on point with everything. And that the first day back, I'm a little fuzzy from the weekend. And then the last day before um, the weekend, I'm kind of like excited for the weekend. So I can't focus as much. I'm just like not as good at focusing. So I started scheduling based on that. I do all my consultations, meetings with people on my three like awesome days. On my day back, um, my first day back to work, I kind of do things that are like, you know, emailing and um just anything that's kind of like mindless that I can do, but like doesn't require me to like be a full, fully there. You know, I try to be, but um, yeah. I started, I started scheduling my, basically my dream week. So um, on Mondays, I always do an hour and a half of scheduling. That is non-negotiable. Every week you have to schedule in time to schedule. Yeah, you have to do that. About this, but, you can't uh, just like, yeah, it's, it's really important and things come up every week. So like, um, you know, that's another tip I have. I keep a clipboard right next to my desk. Super easy reach. I put a blank piece of paper on every day and anytime something just pops into my head, which happens like all day long, I just grab this, drill it down really quick, put it back. Um, and then on my um, scheduling um, hour and a half that I do every Monday, I um, grab that clipboard. I take everything off of that and put it into my calendar. And I do this every single Monday, beginning of the week. Um, and then my whole week is scheduled out and I kind of get into, usually I schedule um, out my week a week before and then um, the next week I'll do the next week. So I'm kind of always a week ahead, which is great. Um, but that's really helpful and it's something I can do on my, on my day back that's not you know too time consuming. Yeah, I think um, and I definitely suggest don't ever like, give yourself enough time to schedule. I used to try and be like, okay, I'll give myself 30 minutes. And it's just not enough time. You gotta give your brain a little bit of brainstorming and creativity time to really get all your thoughts out and really think about when you want them to get done. And I would suggest minimum an hour and a half to two hours. And, and that's even for when you're in the, in the habit of doing it. The first, yeah. the very first time that you did your scheduling hour, when it takes a while scheduled anything it could take like four hours I and mean, it could take four hours <laughs> be able to get everything that's in your brain floating around in your brain out of your brain yeah get it out <laughs> the difference between what's on carla's clipboard and a to-do list when she said she doesn't have a to-do list anymore it, it, she wasn't lying what she has right there is what we call in happy sessions a tbs list which is a to be scheduled list and when yep. we have our calls sometimes we she has a brilliant idea or something creative that we want to implement so i put it on the bottom of her emails 
that have a TBS list. And if any idea that we don't want to forget about that, we just put like this, we're not going to deal with this right today. You're not going to do it right now. Stop everything you're doing. It just needs to be scheduled. And that can be scheduled. If it's something super creative that like, we're like, okay, we want to work on this workshop, but not until April, you can put a note to be scheduled April 1st. You're like, brainstorm for or whatever it is, you know? And I think that the consistency, like if you had to say one day, that's like the most important is your one same time, same day, every week that you have a to be scheduled day. Now what happens? Cause this is the question I get all the time. When something comes up that you have to do before Monday, let's say it's like Tuesday and something comes up and it can't wait until the following Monday to be yep. scheduled. What do yep. you do? I mean, this is, this is life. That's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen a lot. You know, um, I look at my schedule and I find something that I can move to the following week. That's not as urgent. And I, um, I, you know, I move it to the next week and then I do the thing I needed to do. Now, this was something I convinced myself that was going to take me so much time and it was such a waste that why, why even bother? Yeah. It takes 15 seconds to erase something and put it on a new day, maybe 30. It doesn't take <laughs> an hour to erase something. So like, that was one thing I really, I kept telling myself that was not a fact. It was just a thought. And, um, I had to kind of get over that because it, it really takes five seconds to reschedule something like, really uh, so that's not, it's not a ex- good excuse. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> even if you had to move it three times, like it's still 45 seconds. <laughs> I'm so proud of the way that you speak about this, right? Like about yeah. you, you notice and you've exposed now some of the things that you believed before to be yeah. true, you really thought yeah. they were facts. And now you just know that they were thoughts. And some yeah. of these people that are watching this that have what do you say to someone who's like tried scheduling, maybe someone even in happening sessions who's tried scheduling yep. and they haven't been able to honor their plans. And they're just like, Oh, you can do it. Cause you're like a structured yep. person. Are you, would you consider yourself like someone who before like loved the idea of like freedom, flexibility, spontaneity? Oh yeah. But I had none of it and I have more of it now, which is amazing. Um, but, you know, like just working with you for so long, I've really started to start to understand the whole model and I've been really been able to, it's really started to click. It definitely takes time for that to click. Um, and now that I've been doing it for like a year, it's really clicking. Um, and now I can really call myself out, you know. And when you say like somebody who's tried scheduling, how much have you really tried? Ah. How many times have you really done it? And like, has it been just five days or has it been like two months? Like you gotta really kind of call yourself out. Like, is it have like is it a fact that you've tried, or do you just is it a thought that you think you've tried Ah. or not? You know, like great questions, Carla. And I think I think ultimately you don't have to take anything that we're saying and implement it into your life. But the question to ask, the important question is, what kind of results are you getting? And if you want to improve your results, you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. Exactly. I think mothers, especially like you schedule both your work life and your personal life. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're not a mom, but I'm a mom and I use scheduling. And I would say in the very beginning, when I first had Calvin and I had a baby and now I have a toddler and he's crazy and he interrupts me all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, those interruptions are real. And I think people would say like, Oh, I can't schedule. I'm a mom. There's no point. But I think they're missing the point because the point isn't always to put your schedule on for the whole week and then be perfect for the world and life and just only do exactly everything that's on the schedule. The point yeah. of having a schedule is so that you don't waste any time wondering yep. what you should be doing when, and so that you can weigh the options of should I honor my commitment right now? Or is this other thing that's interrupting me more of an important priority? I think for a mom. And I think it's really important. 100%. People watching this have tons of excuses. They're watching you. They're watching me. They're thinking we can do it and they can't. And we struggled in the beginning and we both. Oh, I hated it. (laughs) I didn't want to do it at all. This is the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. Hands down. I will never stop doing this. I have so much more time. I get so much more done. I know where everything is. I just like, I'm more organized. I'm happier. Um, I just going back to what you're saying. Like, I think again, it's not perfection. Like you're going to have days, you're going to have tons of distractions, but you'll still get more done. Yeah. And you'll still be more focused 
and more efficient, even if you get five more things done than you normally would have. Like, yeah. even if you have a toddler running around, at least you can still look down at your schedule and, like you said, weigh the options and you'll, you'll be more efficient. And it's a habit, you know, like habits, you gotta, it takes time to develop a habit. It took me a while to develop it, but now that I have this habit, I won't ever stop using it. And knowing that it takes a lot of time in the beginning and that it's not always going to take that much time. I think that's also a common yeah. perception. They're like, all right, I'm going to try and do this. I gave myself 90 minutes. And the first time they ever do it, they have so much in their brain, probably compiled up from their whole lives because yeah. they've been putting things on to-do lists and things you forget. And you have all the things. I'm telling you, don't just schedule one area of your life. Get it all on yeah. the point of this. Scheduling also is so that when you are doing something, when you're at work, when yep. you are on your lunch break, you don't have to feel this sense of guilt or this mm -hmm. sense of, I should be doing something else because you know when you're going to do it. You've yeah. signed it a place in your life. So you don't have to think about it. Think about how much energy is gained yeah. in your mind thinking about all of the things you have to do. And I don't have enough time. Those particular thoughts are sound so innocent because yeah. everyone says them but they're really, really optional. Totally, totally. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about scheduling. I really can't. It's just, it's so I'm great. so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any last tips for us? Um, yeah, okay, so let's see. I think I hit most of it. Um, um, now I'm able to put my non-negotiables in, which is great. Okay. So that's a good one. Um, if you have any kind of non-negotiables that you're trying to implement in your in your life, um, I actually was meeting with Jess Taylor a week or so ago, and she was doing um, the non-negotiables of meditating and that and exercise every morning, and she had those in her calendar. Mm -hmm. And I think you know it's a really if there's anything that you're trying to make a non-negotiable, like it, the calendar is going to really make it helpful for you. And um, yeah, I, I, just going back to a previous thought that I had was that um, if I had a day that wasn't scheduled out. <laughs> I wouldn't just, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would have to sit down and schedule it before I could just like, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> I would just be a mess if I tried to just go into a day without any kind of plan. Well, I think now you have such high standards for yes. how you want to accomplish in your day. And you know, Absolutely. without the schedule, yeah. your, your brain is going to really pull you to work at a slower pace without deadlines. So yeah. we didn't talk about that. Can you quickly touch upon um, what it means to not just put something on your schedule, like as a to-do list of all the things you need to do on the same day, but what about deadlines and, and how important are those and why? Yeah. So, you know, um, when you have a deadline, it's like, it's gotta be done by that amount of time. And so you kind of just, you, you do it, <laughs> you just get it done. Like, um, when I know something has to be done by a certain time, like I just work my ass off on it until it's done and I get it done every time because it has to be done. Um, I think one thing we're also glossing over that is so natural to you and it's something that we've trained, but there's a difference between putting a action on your, uh, on your schedule and a result that you want to create at the end of the deadline, right? And so yeah. what you are clear about when you write something down is, oh, I will not just work on proposal. It's not like that's what you ever put on your schedule. You put finish proposal for whatever. Yeah. And, yep. you know, it, or you could say like, get to this point of the proposal. Yeah. You are basically giving yourself what result will you know that you are finished with it. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's a huge distinction between schedule yeah. and do list. Yeah. And you know, whenever there's something that like I give it a block of time and I'm unable to get it done in that amount of time, then it cuts into my um, off hours. So if I want to go home at five and I get this done, I'm going to go home at five 30 and just knowing that I have to sacrifice my personal time gives me that much more motivation to get it done in the hour that I've mm -hmm. told myself I would get it done. So yeah. And it's um, only going to get more efficient. It gets better and better. Be able to make more and more time to get more yeah. and more done to put yep. more of your goals that you thought were impossible or yeah. unimportant or too far down the list to ever make it to your calendar. You can do all of it. It kind of yeah. makes you feel limitless, right? Yeah. 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 So one other thing, um, 
when this really, really came into play was last season. So I, I own a flower shop and in the summer is my busy wedding season. So I had on average three to four weddings every single weekend from June to mid October, every single weekend. That's and that's like all, all these weddings, there's so many little details. Like I have to make sure that the proposal is right. I have to make sure that I get paid on time. I have to make sure I order the flowers on time. I have to make sure I build the recipes so that I can order the flowers on time. I have to check in with my bride and, and find out, hey, where do I drop these flowers off? What time can I arrive to the venue? Who's my point of contact? All of these things are three to four brides every single weekend. It's, it was insane. And I remember talking to you being like, oh my God, how am I going to do this, Jess? Like I, I remember freaking out to you and you just had me spend like half a day scheduling out the entire month. And I figured out what the, what the timeframes were. So before a wedding, four weeks before the wedding, the payment was due. Two weeks before the weddings was when I um, ordered the flowers. Three weeks was when I built the recipes. Six weeks when I the like it was. So yesterday. I have these these deadlines, and all I did was I sit down, I wrote down the wedding date, and I went down bought back those six different times, and I just wrote into my schedule. Okay, contact this person about this, and if I didn't have that schedule, I would have screwed something up. But I didn't screw a single detail up. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of weddings. Like that's a ton of weddings, like every single weekend for five months straight. <laughs> um, oh it was insane, but I didn't screw anything up because of scheduling because I just stuck to my schedule and I followed it <laughs> and I was able to like stay on point with every single person. And I don't, I can't imagine, I can't even believe that I didn't screw anything up, but like now I know I can always be on top of be, like on point with everything. If I just keep doing that. <laughs> Ugh, I so know that that like I need scheduling in order to get my job done so it's, it's mean, yeah and you I remember too like most of the the things the catalyst for you wanting to do this was coming from this place where you just felt so stressed out and yeah. you felt kind of helpless like you felt like I just am gonna fail and I would say too it made you a little bit more um you were able to see through some of your scarcity mindset around money because when we talked about your core values and what you wanted your summer to look like, yep. we discussed how after the past year or two years of some, of wedding season where you didn't have a single weekend off, you said, you know what, actually, I think for my sanity, it would be great to take a weekend off. And then yep. when we went to go do it, you were like, but I need to turn away brides. And I don't know, like we, we want to make the money from these businesses and we kind of you were able to get really more relaxed and see your life for what it was because you had it all on paper and you realized like what is more important to me will I truly die if I have a weekend off will will the business go under will all of this stuff happen instead of asking those questions you said if I schedule in this weekend what else can I do to make sure that I make more money exactly. and have less time off? In the beginning, you mentioned one of both of our heroes, Brooke, who uh, t- has made now this year $27 plus million with her business. And she works three days. Three old. days. And she says it's because of scheduling. Like, yeah. if that doesn't convince yeah. her, I don't know. <laughs> starts you can start maybe like you don't start off with three days right she didn't either but then you can instead of trying to the more you grow put spend more and more time Carla and I talked about this this year because she set an impossible goal we had everyone set an impossible goal and she said I'm really struggling to believe that if I could achieve this I can do it in the same amount of time or less like I how can I do this without working more hours and being busier? And what we found out the truth really is, is that when you are set on making your core values and your calendar aligned, you will be able to work less time and get more done. It is possible and you're doing it. I'm here to tell you it's totally possible. Yeah. Oh, this is so great, Carla. I mean, I, I, I was teared up in the beginning when you were talking about like what life was like before scheduling, because oh I, was, I remember hearing your pain and I just remembered being like, 
I know she believes this story so deeply that it's causing her a lot of pain and it's so unnecessary. unnecessary. And so many people watching this are seeing you now. They're like, how could you do it? She doesn't understand. She doesn't have a kid or she doesn't have this, that, the other thing. And kind of, a lot of it was just trusting that you were right. That that everyone that was telling me that this was going to work. They were right, and you, and I needed to just get over myself and give it a oh, shot. Yeah, it, 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 just try. <laughs> nothing to do with me. Everything to do with yeah. the belief that maybe you could eventually get good enough at it that you would feel not like it's a huge task, and actually, like it's just a part of the way that yeah. you live, right? Yeah. And it's like the more you do it, like it, you know, like Brooke works three days a week like how awesome would that be and like the more you do it the better you get at it and um you can actually start cutting hours off your days and going home earlier and maybe I don't have to work Saturdays I can literally like the more you do it the more efficient you get and the more time you can cut off and give to your personal time which to me is like everything and you talked about goals and we were talking about how like okay so if one goal let's say Nick this year we have a very um strong goal that's uh, financially motivated. And then next year, maybe we can talk about like time as one of your big goals. And, yeah. you, and when you have that goal and you have scheduling to come, yeah. you can take this goal, figure out all the things that you need to do and schedule it. And we talk, talk, call it scheduling our, in our fails. Yep. It's a whole nother topic again, that you'd learn if, if you're, if you join us in happening sessions or in one-on-one coaching, but you can schedule in all of the little things that you need to do to become the type of person that can achieve this goal that is currently exactly exactly i I scheduled buying in for today (laughs) so like as long as i just do those little tiny things they're just going to add up to this huge goal and i'm going to make and i already know i'm going to reach my goal like i know because of scheduling i just we almost need to like bump it up because like i already believe it so much that it's just it's as good as not impossible anymore i know and Scheduling really is the tool that will just like um, really give you freedom and um, allow you to just be more efficient and crush it and reach your goals and all of the above. I just it, it's the best thing ever. And if you ha- if you're not into it yet, you need to you need to get on that train because it's so yeah. worth. <laughs> Carla, you summed it up and you said yeah. just like that one sentence that says, "As long as I do these little things, it adds up to a big goal." But it just adds up to a big life, and you're yeah. living it and. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy that you chose to embrace this, embrace this and show oh, thank, I'm so glad I did. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> and be willing to stick with it. Even when, you know, you were frustrated that it wasn't perfect and yep. keep showing up. I and mean, there's still off days, but like you just yeah. get back up and you do it again. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much again for giving Absolutely. an insight into your, your, personal experience with scheduling. And I can't wait for those of you who are watching to experience it for yourself and see how it can revolutionize your life and add up to an even bigger life. Make your personal goals come true. You can do it if you're a mom, if you're a business owner, if you're, you know, the not the primary breadwinner and you don't even have a business, you could do this for your personal life, whatever it is, it really can help you um, achieve anything you want to with your dreams. So thank you, Carla. You're welcome. What? Did you guys just die? <laughs> Are you like, I need either Carla to take over my planner, which I'm sorry, she's very busy. She's got a full schedule. <laughs> or are you like, I need Habster scheduling in my life? If you don't feel that way right now, you must be a sociopath or something. I'm not sure because this is the solution for everything, you guys. It is such a game changer. It's really sincerely changed my life and certainly Carla's and many hapsters. And it is for anyone. You know, we talked about that in that interview so long ago, and it holds true. I know because I'm a mom of a very active um, four-year-old boy, and I still do scheduling. And I did when he was a baby for two years, and I was building my business during that time as well. And um, like I said, Carla has a shop. There, We have all the excuses, but the truth is, is that scheduling is not to put you in a box. It is to give you all of the freedom and the options and you know, 
it it doesn't mean that you're not going to be interrupted. That's not what we're implying. This is for people who do get interrupted and want to still get shit done. Okay? So very excited um, to bring you guys ha- uh, Hapster Scheduling as a course, but that probably won't be until later this year. And so if you do need this in your life and you want to experience all the amazingness, immediately you can get it by joining happening sessions or by uh, signing on as a one-on-one client with us so uh you can do that by connecting over at instagram at what's happening whoa what's the name of my company (laughs) what's happening w jess w-h-a-t-s-h-a-p-p-y-n-i-n-g w jess or you can go to my website, whatshappening.com, or email me at jessica at whatshappening.com. And you can say, let's set up a mini session. Let's talk about scheduling. Let's see if it's a good fit for me um, because I want you to experience this amazingness. Do not wait. And again, if you thought this podcast was really helpful, let me know. Share this episode uh, with me. Tag me on Instagram. Share it with a friend if you think that this would really brighten their day or um, ease up their life or could be something that they could use. I hope you have an amazing, amazing weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.